Today is Friday, February 18th. The title for our devotional is Building a Goodness Culture. When we talk about creating a culture of goodness in our church, there are two obvious aspects of building this culture. One is knowing what is good and what is evil. We do this primarily by knowing God and knowing his word. We certainly don't want to be like the people of Israel in Isaiah's day who were judged for calling evil good and good evil in Isaiah 5.20. The other obvious aspect of creating a goodness culture is by living in the newness of life that we have in Christ, as Paul says in Ephesians 4 and 5. Simply put, our behavior then aligns with what God says is good and right and true. These two are obvious, and we talk about them often in church, and they're big picture uh, things that we all need to do. As I read through Ephesians 4 and 5, however, I was struck by how concerned Paul is with how the Christians at Ephesus speak to one another. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Ephesians 5.4 Nor should there be any obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. Ephesians 5.18b-20 Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ. It's likely that here in 518-20, Paul has in mind the weekly gathering and corporate worship service. Uh, I don't think he envisions us having an opera every time we hang out with our fellow Christians, where we sing and make music from our heart to the Lord together. We address one another only in psalms and hymns and songs from the Spirit. I I, I think he's thinking of the corporate worship service on Sunday. Yet, as Paul here is articulating what a goodness culture looks like in the whole context of chapters 4 and 5, he's very concerned with how they speak to one another at the church in Ephesus. So this week, I want to encourage us to think about that and to adopt the principles of how we are to speak to one another. So there are three types of speech that Paul has in mind here, thanksgiving, praise, and blessing. So let's look at each one individually briefly. Thanksgiving, it's difficult to emphasize, overemphasize thanksgiving in the Christian life with a statement like, always give thanks to God the Father for everything, as Paul says here in chapter 5. Instead of speaking to one another with obscenity, foolish talk, and coarse joking, we are to speak with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is to be the basis of our speech to God and to one another. When we are not entitled, recognizing that all good things are a gift from God, our speech to God is more humble and contrite. When we are not entitled, we speak to each other with a humility and a gratitude that creates a culture of peace and goodness amongst us. Next is praise. When we direct our praise to God together as a church community, as we do on Sunday mornings, and give praise to him for all the good he does in our lives, we maintain a proper perspective. In recognizing the grace of God, we respond with thanksgiving and praise. In recognizing who God is and all that he does, the only proper response is praise. So a regular routine of corporate praise, we hold our gatherings on Sunday morning, is an essential part of the Christian life. The third way that Paul encourages us to speak to one another here is blessing. The Quote, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, at the end of verse 20 in chapter 5, uh, invokes the blessing language of the Old Testament. You can see that in Deuteronomy 21.5 or 2 Samuel 6.18. 
Pronouncing and praying blessings over one another is a practice I think that we need to recover. Dallas Willard describes blessing as the, quote, projection of good into the life of another. I love that definition. What a beautiful way that we can bring goodness into our church culture is by blessing and projecting good into the life of another. There are so many blessings in scripture, but the most well-known is the blessing God directed Aaron and his sons to pray over the people of Israel. This is also the blessing that my parents prayed over me every night at bedtime. Number six, 22 to 27 says, the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. Say to them, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. So they will put my name on the Israelites and I will bless them. I would encourage you to memorize this and to begin praying it or something like it over one another in the church and in your home. Today, I invite you to reflect on how we speak to one another within the church, both in the church on Sunday morning and throughout our week. Is it full of thanksgiving, praise, and blessing? Reflect on a few conversations that you've had with people in the church over the last week or so. Do you see a a trend of thanksgiving, praise, and blessing or not? Be proactive this week in trying to bring these thanksgiving, praise, and blessing into your speech with one another. If we do this as a church together, I think it'll go a long way in bringing, in producing a goodness culture in our church community.